0: I'm Ben Amos. Join me as we dive deep into how some of the best in business, marketing, content creation and education wield powerful and effective stories to engage audiences and drive action. Welcome to Engage With Story. Remember the days when being a professional was enough? You know, get a degree, build your experience, chalk up some wins and successes and build a network and business would be booming, right? Our world is increasingly interconnected and technology brings with it a dichotomy that finds a consumer's decision faced with both massive choice and crippling option. And in this new world of online marketing and instant information gratification, professional service firms find themselves in a new marketing landscape. Gone are the days when professionals can rely solely on their network of referrals and reputation. As a professional, a lawyer can no longer be just a lawyer, a financial planner no longer just a financial planner and an accountant, nope, you need to be more than that. You need to be a marketer too. See, barriers to entry in your profession are coming down. More people are going to university More skilled professionals are entering your industry every year. Lawyers, accountants, doctors and engineers are no longer seen with the same level of reverence they once commanded. See, quite simply, you're now another one of many just doing a job. A highly skilled job, but still just a job. So, as a professional, how do you differentiate? How do you stand out? The answer, my friend, is story. And in episode 14 of Engage With Story, we break down exactly that. See, my guest today is a B2B marketer here in Brisbane, Australia. He's an inbound marketing specialist, a content marketing enthusiast. He's head of marketing at Business Depot, where he develops digital and content-driven experiences for businesses increasing brand awareness, lead generation, client retention, and advocacy. He's the go-to guy for professional service firm marketing. And as well as this, he's the host of the Marketing Crunch podcast. He is Tyson Cobb. In this episode, Tyson shares with us his views on the changing landscape of professional service firm marketing. He brings it all back around to the power in your pants and what this means for professional service firm marketing. He shares his tips for being consistent with storytelling across your brand and really breaks down for us how we need to be approaching inbound marketing to really cut through in a crowded and noisy marketplace and win attention at scale. So if you're either a professional service business yourself or have clients in this space or, geez, even none of the above, you're going to get a lot out of this chat with Tyson. So let's get on with the show. All right, Tyson Cobb, welcome to Engage With Story. Thank you very much for your time today.
1: Mate, thanks for having me. It's good to be on.
0: Yeah, so for those people who haven't heard of you before or haven't tuned into the Marketing Crunch podcast, I'd, I'd love for you to share a little bit about your story. What's led you to where you are today and for your, your passion for marketing?
1: Yeah, well, Ben, it's look, it's it's uh, really good to be on the other side of the uh, podcast interview for a change. It's um, it's always fun running a podcast, but being interviewed and being able to share my story is great. So, thanks for giving me the opportunity. Yeah, so I, my background is in marketing, but uh, it wasn't always just marketing. There was a bit of advertising in there as well. But essentially, I started before any marketing or anything like that. I started uh, in film and television, actually, working on things like short films, TVCs, and even volunteering on a couple of Australian feature films. And uh, that was sort of where I thought my journey was going to lead me to be this, you know, like the next Steven Spielberg. But fate would have other uh, options for me. So yeah, it really wasn't for me. Really, I went into marketing for Pizza Capers. So some of your listeners might have heard of Pizza Capers, and um, that's sort of where my marketing journey started. You know, I I needed something else. I didn't want to do film and television, so I decided, you know, uh, let's 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 try marketing. So uh, about eleven years ago, I uh, I started marketing Pizza Capers just as a marketing assistant. And I was pretty much the only marketing person there at the time and really uh, was along with them in the journey from growing to where they are today, right? And -hmm. then about five years ago or so, I uh, moved into digital marketing and advertising uh, where I moved from Brisbane, where I am back at now, but I moved from Brisbane to Sydney uh, working digital marketing and advertising, working across some pretty great brands there and uh, met my well, my now wife, and uh, moved back to Brisbane uh, for even more advertising, working on some even better brands. But I just knew that there was something more to marketing. You know, I just I just knew it. And uh, I started learning all I could about inbound marketing and more specifically really content. Yeah. And I love the idea of the, the concept of helpful marketing, right, building yeah. trust, winning attention the right way and taking a more customer-centric approach. When I was in advertising, it was all about television commercials, uh, radio, out of home, uh, you know, in-store, um, point of sale and all this sort of stuff. But I just really wanted to get into that whole building trust and winning attention. So I decided to come back to my roots, where I am now, um, head of marketing at Business Depot in Fortitude Valley of Brisbane, and also sharing my passion and my passion for inbound marketing and for marketing and professional services, uh, sharing that through my podcast called the Marketing Crunch Podcast. So four years later here I am, um, loving every minute of every day working in marketing, and yeah, just sharing my story.
0: Yeah, I love that. Thanks for sharing that. And um you know what I'm really interested in in exploring a little bit further with you is is where that passion for, for inbound marketing or helpful content as you say came from what what really excites you about that form of marketing which is really i believe um similar to you really is what good marketing should consist of these Mm. days
1: yeah look i think these days because it At the end of the day, we're in an age right now where the customer has the power to make decisions themselves. They don't need a brand or a business going out to them and going, "Look at me, look at me, buy from me, buy from me." This is why you should buy from us. We're awesome. All this sort of stuff. Okay, Um, consumers now have the power to make decisions, and that power is in their pants. It's it's their smartphone, right? They can go on and the power (laughs) in their pants. They can jump onto their phone and search for anything and everything. They can find answers to any solutions. And to be honest, that's where their attention is. Uh, You know, you and I both know this, that their attention is pretty much online, on a screen somewhere. Um, But that attention is very limited. You know, their their attention spans are really, really quick, uh, really, really short. So being able to provide value to them in a short amount of time to be able to win that attention and then turn them into turn that visitor into a lead, turn that lead into a customer, and then turn that customer into a raving fan or advocate, as they call it. Um, It's just something that really appeals to me because it kind of takes the power away from the marketer. You know, it's less a marketer centric approach and more of a customer centric approach where we're putting the customer at the heart of everything that we do. So, and, and you know, without customers, you wouldn't have a business. So really, trying to empower the customer, solve their problems, help them, and be along with them on that journey.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And where do you think story plays into this? What's where does story fit into this idea of of helpful content?
1: Yeah, well, look. First of all, with story um, in business, like I, I work in the professional services, right? Um, that's sort of where I'm specialising in at the moment: inbound marketing for professional services and for story in there it's kind of to me it's kind of all about the why you know why do you exist as a business why do you do what you do as a business and I think today um you know some businesses they they fail to look beyond the strategy that's in front of them to the thing that really drives every single marketing uh communication piece that they develop which is their story or their brand story you know it's not Mm. content it's not a narrative I think it's It's more the underlying message that you are firstly wanting to tell your clients, both current and prospective, um, what you're wanting to tell them. But secondly, what your clients and contacts are saying about your business and how you tell that story is becoming so easy for businesses. You know, Uh, if if we take sort of the accounting firms of the world uh, of Australia, for example. The big accounting firms, their tactics and their strategies are a lot different to the more sort of smaller challenger brands that are popping up all over the place because it's really, really easy for a smaller accounting firm to go out and tell their story every single day in any form they want uh, without having to go through any red tape and all this sort of stuff. So the channels that are available to us and the technology it's becoming a lot easier for us to tell a story in professional services than it was uh, five, six, seven, eight, ten years ago. So, I mean, in in the old days, professional services, they didn't really focus too much on their brand or their marketing, their business too, too, too much at all. They simply focused on really just delivering a specialised service. You know, it's just really plain yeah. and simple, just like that. But t- today, however, you know, I think more and more professional services businesses that changing the way they look at marketing their business you know with the emergence of current technology data uh, the access to that data and the content marketing boom over the past four or so years there are so many opportunities to reach audiences at scale and really win the attention of these people because you know reaching larger audiences i think in professional services i actually think they're doing it quite well i just don't think um, you know i don't really believe that they are really winning the attention of that audience to the best of their ability. You know, now, yeah. now that to me comes down to you know, being relevant in your message. And of course, in the content, you know, having that relevancy in the content that they create, having compelling content that is deemed valuable and helpful to the client's and I think that's so important, but also having a message that resonates and connects with clients in a real empathetic way. And again, it all comes back to your story. What's your why? Why do you exist? Because you've got to be relatable to the clients in that way. So to me, the story really is just something that needs to be embedded in every single thing that you do.
0: And what do you think is, is driving that, that desire for that sort of communication from a consumer? perspective so you've kind of talked about the the problem that the professional service firms are facing these days in in connecting with their consumer or their client but what's driving that from the other end you know what's shifted perhaps in in the way that we want to be engaging with you know potential service providers
1: mm. well uh, that's a very good question i mean again it comes down to you know i'll use professional services again as a as an example um you know in the b2b space for example um businesses always have problems that need solving and when they're looking for a solution to that problem their journey usually starts one of two ways the first way they ask people they ask their network they ask people around them right and the second way they go about trying to start solving that problem is they turn to Google, right? So it's so easy to access information for them that they can easily jump on Google and find information to at least get them thinking about a solution to that problem. So I think it's, you know, they consume a lot more content these days, consumers or business owners and so on. They consume a lot more content because they're trying to solve problems. They're trying to get answers to questions. So I think that's where that and because the information is there, I think that's where that shift has sorta of happened. You know, they no longer go and well, some people do still read books. Yes, a lot of people read books, but it's a lot easier and more convenient to and it's be able becoming, to it's becoming
0: it's, it's becoming expected as well, isn't it? The idea that the information is there. They just need to search for it.
1: That's right. Yeah. It's almost expected that if well, it is. I mean, if you go online now and you search for something, more than likely you're going to find someone that is answering it, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, there's so many different um, channels and tools and everything that you can use uh, that you can just go on. You know, Google is obviously the first one. Then you've got YouTube. You can watch a video on something, the second, second biggest search engine in the world, um, second to Google. And then you've got things like Cora and you know, so many other different, you can go to Facebook and ask the question and get a million responses. Um, maybe, maybe not a million depending on who you are, but you know, you get the idea. It's everything is online and it's connected. You can go on and search for answers. No worries.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I guess as, um, a, if you are in a professional service firm, then the potential for different ways of marketing and and communicating and sharing that information that you're consumer or client is is wanting to find is kind of endless and you know what i think is that potentially there's a very a real potential of of overwhelm that idea of there's so much to do so many different ways to do it when it comes to digital marketing in a in the b2b space Mm. that potentially it's pretty scary pretty overwhelming and easy to get lost what are your thoughts on that
1: yeah it's definitely easy to get lost a lot of marketers talk about the marketing not to do list so, yep. you know, I had a conversation with somebody uh, a few months ago and they were just launching their website and I, uh, I said, are you going to be, you know, plugging in a social media feed somewhere into your website? And ask all these questions and the question and the response was, yes, I'm going to put in Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. I've got Pinterest. I've also got Snapchat. I'm thinking about putting YouTube in there as well. Um, and that sort of got me thinking, well, okay, first of all, Why have you chosen all those channels? Is your audience, are they living, you know, is there attention on all of those channels, your specific audience? If not, well, pick the ones that they are and put the rest on your marketing not to-do list. So there are so many different ways that you can market, that you can communicate and connect with an audience online online. But should you use all of those different channels and tactics and so on? Um, no, yeah. you shouldn't. You should pick the ones that work really well and where your audience attention is and be there.
0: Yeah. And so I guess the question is be there in, in what way as well? Like in, you know, mm. how are you going to be there in those spaces that you, you're you committed now to be in? And um, that's where it comes back to, to story in a lot of ways. So Can you expand on what you were talking about before around the idea of using story on these platforms for the purpose of inbound marketing?
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, um, well, now, you know, technology and the speed in which marketing is really evolving and the agile approach, um, you know, it's taking a more agile approach and it's changed the way a lot of business owners and professional services approach marketing for their business. So whilst they're going ahead and really jumping on board all these different channels and um, these different ways of communicating with their audience, I think that a lot of them do fall short when it comes to um, telling a consistent story. Because, you know, at the end of the day, every element of a brand, professional services or not, from colour scheme to Uh, to your culture code statements to the logo products packaging people every element forms a part of a story and hopefully a great story you know um and a great story really makes people feel something right and those emotions form a form a strong bond between the audience and the storyteller So as I said, I think in the old days, as I said before, in the old days, professional services, they didn't really focus too much on their brand at all. They just simply focused on delivering a specialized service. Um, But today, their story should be embedded in everything they do, you know, from their website, content events, down to staff, meetings, social media, everything should be telling the story of the business. And if there are a few parts of the business not telling their story or telling a different story, then they fall into what I sometimes refer to as a schizophrenic brand. Now, your story isn't just what you tell people, it's also what they believe about you based on the signals that your brand sends. The story is a you know, its a complete picture of everything about your business, you know, the facts, the feelings and so on, which means that part of your story isn't even being told by you. So if you're online, choosing different marketing channels and you know, there's, there's different people within the business who are creating different forms of content. If they're not all telling the same story, then you fall into what I said before, a schizophrenic brand and if clients are receiving mixed signals and hearing an inconsistent story, in professional services, trust goes so far because someone like an accountant, they are – just simply a trusted advisor you know your clients want to know that you have their back but how can you know if if they're hearing an inconsistent story in all of your brand and marketing then how can a strong bond be formed between you know business and customer how can customers be expected to trust that business when they you know they hear one story and then another and another you know they're all different so I think Overall, that story is really the foundation of any marketing activity or strategy in professional services. And you know, the strategy is you just step back and you just ask, how is my story being communicated through this? And is it clear? Does it resonate and connect and trigger an emotional response from my client, uh, from my client, my, my prospective clients? Because at the end of the day, um, it's all about that emotional response in professional services. And as I also said before, a great story triggers an emotion, you know, an emotional connection with the storyteller. So if you're telling a great story, then they're going to, you know, they're going to want to know more.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I would even go, I would even go like further and think about the idea of that storytelling and the importance of storytelling hasn't necessarily changed in marketing a professional service firm. But it's just the medium and the the way that the story is being communicated and perhaps even the importance of it is even more heightened these days. So when you talk about, you know, the old uh, professional service firm pre-digital where they just focused on delivering a great product, the stories were still being told, would you agree? Like the the stories were just happening more so, you know, in the boardrooms or, you know, at the bar or, um, Mm. you, you know. When you first Good. met someone, um, definitely. And as I said before, you know,
1: a story isn't just online marketing channels or anything like that. A story is a meeting that you have, a, have with a client, a story is a letter you send them, uh, an engagement document, a proposal. Um, an email, a phone call, the receptionist when she picks, he or she picks up the phone. Um, yeah, those those dinners that you have, the breakfasts, coaching sessions and so on, what you tell your family, what they tell their friends about you and your business, it's all connected back to what is your story. and, yeah, and that
0: storytelling mm-hmm. has just moved into that digital space now, hasn't it? Yes, it's it has. It's just more-
1: amplified. It's just being... Given businesses the opportunity to really amplify their story on a mass scale, because that's yeah. where everybody's attention is these days. Uh, Twenty years ago, it wasn't, but now it is. And in another five, ten years, there's going to be something different where their attention's going to be. You know, it'll probably still be connected in a digital sense, but you know, you got the emergence of virtual reality and all this sort of stuff, and 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 bots and uh, the data and all this sort of stuff that there's going to be more and more opportunities to really amplify and uh, communicate your story through marketing at a much larger scale, you know, in the years to come, I think.
0: And that's the really exciting opportunity. I think is, you know, I think anyone who, who's a human basically understands the power of a, a good story or building a relationship, you know, human to human. And, you know, particularly in, in a transactional situation, um, You know you you buy from people who you like you know and um the opportunity for digital marketing and using story through digital marketing i think is is really exciting because it allows you like you say there to scale up that approach and um i think that's you know what professional service firms really need to be focusing on is how they can use these digital tools but in a non digital way, you know, in a human way.
1: Yeah, I mean professional services, it's all about the mentality of emotion over logic I think, because when it comes to someone um, you know, who you want to connect and buy from you um, it's an emotional response and you know in professional services, it's primarily around that high level of trust in the brand, but even more importantly, it's also in the people behind the brand, because they're the trusted advisors, they're the they're the ones that are going to be delivering that service, right? Many in professional service businesses may think that purchases, you know, are decided on something like logic. But a lot of the time those decisions is a, you know, it's it's a personal decision um, and it's triggered by a feeling. So, you know, people may think, yeah, okay, you're trying to elicit an, an emotion in professional services, but all purchases are personal. Someone has to become an advocate for a brand or a product at their company, they, you know, they put themselves in a position to get buy in. And this requires that they actually feels, you know, they feel good about that choice. So, you know, I think it's up to the marketers in these businesses to produce this feeling and emotion because when it comes to buying decisions in professional services, emotion will always trump logic. And, Content online, being online where your audience is, I think content is a great way for professional services to do this. You know, connect with their audience, connect with their clients and or their audience in an emotional or an empathetic level, you know, tell a story, win attention of an audience and build trust and drive advocacy, you know, but I still think that there are a lot of um, businesses in professional services who they do do content, who are, you know, they're simply writing content for the sake of writing it um or they're shooting a video for the sake of shooting a video but a lot of the time there, you know there's no strategy behind any of this marketing activity you know when it comes you and i both know ben that when it comes to um marketing everything starts with strategy you know if a strategy is in your head it doesn't exist if it's if it's just a part of a conversation it doesn't exist you gotta document it right
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, you know, here here they are just writing, shooting, creating an email when they really should step back and ask, who is this for? Why am I doing this? What's my objective? What do I want to achieve from this? Uh, What what will my audience get out of it? And also consider, if you know, uh, other things like should you get buy-in from management or the wider team and that sort of stuff. So, again, it's just those opportunities to tell your story Um, You can do it at a mass scale now, but then in professional services, doing it in the right way, starting with strategy first, I think is very important.
0: I think very important. Yeah, nicely said. So I'd love to get some practicals, tactical stuff from you now. So we've talked about the importance of strategy. So let's say you've got that strategy sorted, but you need to apply some tactics, tactics to implement that strategy. What can professional service firms do? to tell story and to use story to actually equal some sort of results in their business. Like what can they actually do? How can they implement?
1: Well, first of all, um, I'll probably just go back to what I said earlier with, uh, the embed the story in everything that you do, not just marketing. Um, yes, it's now very imperative to tell a story through marketing in all forms and channels. But as I said, even a meeting, a phone call, email, should be telling the same story. Um, You know, if you're telling one story, a different story, you have two different stories. So I think just making sure that your team is aligned with, uh, with your story because if you're going out and saying one thing in your marketing and then clients come in and they sit down in a meeting with somebody and it's totally unexpected, different to what they're expecting, then you have a lot of inconsistencies there. So, and obviously that client is going to be very underwhelmed and, uh, no one would appreciate that. So I think embedding it in everything that you do is a starting point, um, when it comes to telling a story in professional services and in marketing. Yeah. And then as I said before, uh, when it comes to like, okay, professional services, they do a lot of content, a lot of content. Uh, they, they love the idea of just sitting down and writing a blog and sharing their expertise, especially, um, you know, around certain times of the year, you know, when they got to have a look at, um, you know, end, end of financial year or something like that. So that's where we see this big, um, influx of content from, from professional services firms. So... When it comes to that sort of stuff, again, as I said before, start with strategy. Look at your marketing channels, your contents, your assets, and think about how you can tell how your story can come through in that content. And all the assets that you you are creating, like your, you know, it could be a a portfolio or something like that or a printed document or a presentation or so on, think about how your story is being told through this stuff, okay? So don't just... Do it for the sake of doing it, it, do it with purpose, with the purpose of telling a story.
0: I think it's critical to emphasize here that when we're talking story and when you're talking story here, you're really not talking about telling a story as in once upon a time, this happened, then this happened. Like, I I think, um, you know, can you expand on that, the idea of story? I mean, that can certainly be part of it. You know, you can relate a story or an anecdote um, as part of your marketing, but it's so much more than that, would you say?
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, as as I said earlier, it's all in business. You know, maybe on a more personal level, um, you could probably say that, you know, a story has a beginning, middle, end. You know, depending on how healthy or old you are, and you know that that's what made you who you are today. And um, you can tell your story of your childhood and all that sort of stuff. But a business, as I said, it's all about your why. Uh, To me, story is all about your why. Why do you exist? Why do you do what you do? Um, You know, and and. There's no real beginning, middle, and end. To be honest, there may be uh, like a like a beginning. This is why you started doing this, but then that's got to be consistent throughout the life cycle of the business. I think unless you make some sort of brand evolution or shift, and then you change your your mission statement or your why and stuff like that. Um, But I think it's just got to start right at the start and just be consistent throughout the life cycle of your business. Sure, there will be sort of, you know, some tweaks and that sort of stuff that you can make, but um, these are just the things that you have to consider when you are thinking about what your brand story is. Is it going to be with me for the long term or am I going to evolve this? If I'm going to evolve it, how much is it going to evolve and and am I going to be confusing people? Um, So I think that's really important to understand the differences between what a you know, a book, a story, a narrative or whatever actually is compared to what, this is just what I believe a brand story is, you know, other people might have different opinions of what a brand story is. But to me, it's just really all about that why.
0: Yeah, and that why as you said earlier, is really all about that connection to emotion. And, you know, at the end of the day, storytelling is intrinsically an emotional form of communication. And I think that's, you know, I think I I struggle with story sometimes, even though this podcast is called Engage With Story. Because in marketing, particularly, you know, when you're deep in the world of of marketing, it's, it's really a concept that's bandied about, very freely, um, and yeah. often used in a way where I think you get a bit of um, a bit of backlash from you know non-marketers who you're talking to. The idea of our story, you know, it's another marketing wank term or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, and it can be if it's not. If it's not uh, used in the in the right way or or with the right sort of understanding behind it, and you know what you're what you're really nailing on there is the critical thing of story really is all about just connecting on a human level with people mm. like um, the reason why young children you know from birth basically um, you know engage with stories in so immediately is because there's a human connection there. They're seeing characters and stories that they can, they can resonate with and that's what we're looking to do with story marketing, isn't it? It's the idea of working out how we can humanise the messaging around yes. our brand and use story as a structure, as a way to uh, communicate that whilst maintaining that human connection and, and that's just really powerful.
1: Yeah, I think uh, you know from a from a fundamental sort of foundation point of view with um, with your story, yes. But then when it comes to like the execution and stuff like that, um, and 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 really telling that story upon the execution phase, um, connecting emotionally, I think requires going much deeper than you know to much deeper to understanding your clients, your customers, um, your audience. You know, than just. They are these people who earn this much and they, um, you know, they're this many years in business. It goes to understanding a lot more about the, their goals, their needs, and their motivations, you know, things like what keeps them up at night. Um, answering those questions will, be, will enable you to be able to have those executions that really connect emotionally and really pull on those heartstrings, get them um, making, you know, decisions, thinking about things. You know, it's really just making sure that they are engaging with you but doing it in a way that they feel like, um, you know, you empathise, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's kind of like um, watching a bad teen drama where there's no character development. (laughs) You you, You know when you're watching a crap piece of TV or something and you're like, wow, these characters have no...
1: No, no basis, depth to the character no at all.
0: In character, and, yeah. and I think that's that's the problem that we can face if we haven't got depth to our our, our target market, our audience. You know, and yeah. and respecting them as you know complex individuals, not simply top level demographics yeah. of you know a twenty to thirty year old male who likes football or something like that. You know, yeah. like um it, there's so much more than that, and that's the importance I think of of understanding everything that you talked about there around knowing your audience and knowing where yeah. they are and, and how they want to consume content and telling that story consistently across all the different channels and touch points. So I think, you know, you've you've really um, you made that really clear today, which is awesome. Are there and any I, other... Yeah, and I just want to... Oh, sorry, yeah, go, I just want
1: to... You mentioned before about, you know, those teen dramas. You got There's no depth to characters or anything like that on those TV shows and everything. One really good way, you know, there's video content, for example, is this awesome thing you know it's not new but businesses are starting to really um, grab the opportunity to create videos the thing is that the character in those videos should be you and there is so much depth to you your journey your story no one's writing it for you no one's writing your character so why not share that through video which will really you know people with an emotional connection to somebody else who you know, they empathise with you. They can see, they they can hear your story. So, video, I think, is really, really powerful to facilitate and you know enable that emotional connection, and it's just all around that authenticity and being able to connect on that emotional level.
0: Reminds me of a Doctor Zeus quote. I think it's Doctor Zeus. Nobody's are than you, or something like that.
1: That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. You heard that right. one
0: before. <laughs> I have. <laughs> So just um, to, to wrap us up here today, are there any, um, you know, any lasting tips or any uh, tips that you can leave our listeners with today that if they're, you know, have heard what we've said today and they're like, you know, we're not doing this well enough or, you know, we're in a professional service firm, but, you know, we really need to step our game up. What's one or two things that they can take action on in the next week, say? Um, that Next week? Yeah, move, I would move think. Move the a bit.
1: Yeah, I would think first and foremost um, step back from everything, write down everything that you're doing in marketing, have a look at, there is so much data available to you, okay, in any business that you're in, have a look at that data, Um, have a look at your content on your website, have a look at your Google Analytics, um, if if you actually have that set up for your website and see what's working, what's not working, stop the things that aren't working and do the things that are working. That would be probably the first step that you need to do. If you're doing all of this awesome, what you may think is awesome stuff, step back from it, have a look at your analytics, lean on the expertise of somebody else if if you don't know how to analyze any of your data, And then have a look at what's not working and stop doing that. I think that would be the very, very first bit. And then from the stuff that is working, have a look at how story, how your story, um, your why, have a look at how that is being communicated through all of those channels. Because as I said, if it's not the same consistent story, then, you know, you've got a schizophrenic brand. You've got something that just doesn't align, doesn't match up. So... Those two things, I think, would be you know they actually they're, they're quite easy to actually do, but not a lot of people actually do them. They just keep going and keep going and keep going. Um, stop, step back, analyze, do the things that work, and uh, really focus on that and how your story can be portrayed through those things that are working.
0: Absolutely, really good advice, and I'd really back to what you were saying before around start with the strategy because that's stepping yeah. back is about getting clear on your strategy and then implementing stories. So I really appreciate that. That was awesome. So, uh, Tyson, how can people find out more about you? I'm going to shout out marketing crunch podcast, go and find that in the iTunes store and where all good podcasts are heard. Is there any other way that people can, uh, can get in touch if, if they're interested yeah, in learning more? Yeah. Yeah.
1: You, uh, yeah as I said, you can check out the podcast or you can get in touch with me on Twitter. Uh, at Tyce Cobb or LinkedIn or you can uh, check out um, the website marketingcrunchpodcast.com.au or you can check us out at businessdepot.com.au uh, which uh, we are based in Fortitude Valley in Brisbane. So come and check us out.
0: Awesome. So go and do that. We'll uh, have all the links in the show notes as well, guys. Tyce Cobb, thank you for your time today. It's been enlightening. Thanks,
1: Ben. Appreciate it, mate.
0: Good on you. Cheers, mate. Thanks again to Tice Cobb and to you, of course, for listening to this episode. So what made you think in this chat? Let me know on Twitter at engage underscore Ben. Now, I'm loving bringing Engage With Story to you, and I'd love to hear from you to let me know what you're enjoying and also what you're not. So drop me an email, ben at engagevideomarketing.com. If you're serious about stepping up your digital marketing game, then you know that online video is the right way to go. And Tyson mentioned this in today's episode. But the biggest barrier to getting results with online video marketing is often failing to get the strategy right in the first place. So before you pick up a camera or hire a videographer or do anything with online video in your marketing, you really need to jump into my free foundations video course. Now it's only three short videos and I guarantee you'll get the foundations right for your video strategy. So you can nail your online video marketing the right way the first time. And did I mention, it's free. To join the course, just head to engagevideomarketing.com foundations, and you'll get started straight away. Now, as always, all the links to this and links to Tyson and Business Depot and more over on the show notes, engagevideomarketing.com episode 14. So let's end once more on a quote, this time from Sir Richard Branson. If you want to stand out from the crowd, give people a reason not to forget you. I'm Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing and I'll hope you'll join me again next week on Engage with Story.